What's going on on Dickers? First and foremost, go to MeTimeDrinks.com and check out MeTime Lemonade. It's refreshing flavors for you, and it's no preservatives, all natural. Yeah, man, most definitely. Look, check it out. They got flavors on flavors on flavors. You can also hit them up on Instagram, MeTime underscore drinks. Request them in your city. We on that healthy shit this year, man. Yes, sir, so drink up. TV Network. Man, it's the podcast, man. It's on their TV podcast. On the network. I am Spike Lou. Man, I'll let your boy Animal Brown, aka I ain't got no AKAs this week. Yes, sir. Speaking of the network, you got FSP. Had a cool show last night. A lot of stuff that I disagree with, but I get to that with one of them. Yes, yes sir. Uh, it was college football, so I had to clock out. Yeah, I can't. I can't get with the college football, dude. I try, man. I watched the game with y'all over the weekend and shit. It just didn't do nothing for me. Last person in America. <laughs> um. Also, check out the ladies' room podcast. They are on a hiatus for this week because they two members down. That Ebola is on the spread up in New York. Oh so. man, don't put the Ebola on them. Hey man, that's what I heard. Ebola was out <laughs> in New York, dog. <laughs> Man. That's alright man They got plenty of episodes For y'all to go check out Including the last one So yep. y'all go do that So peep out the archives Of the On Deck TV Network And all the shows But especially the Ladies Room Podcast Who won't have a new show For you this week But like I said They're archived up over there As we are over here And on FSP Man you know how we get down man Every week We tell you what's going on in rap We give you the commentary On what's going on in rap You don't get this shit Nowhere else Holler at us on iTunes. Holler at us on the website on the TV network.com. Where else are we? Stitcher Radio. Yep, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, on the TV. We prefer you go listen to it on the site. Most definitely. <laughs> you can find it on iTunes later, but you know, just go to on TV network.com. So we're going to subscribe, rate, and like on the podcast app on iTunes and beyond Stitcher so we can get them ad dollars rolling in. Hey, man. Help big, us out on Deckers. Big, big weekend, dude. Yeah, it went down. Yes. Went down this weekend. Got to go to my favorite place. In my yay yo. Puerto Rico and Miami right there together. Favorite two places. I love the tropical shit. <laughs> tropical scenery is a fucking amazing. It is. It's much needed out here in these streets multiple times a year. Yeah, I needed some beach in my life. It's damn dead. So you niggas ain't getting no beach in your life, man. Y'all need to take that shit up. Man. Take that take that shit up with your employers or whoever you work for. Tell them you need to get some fucking beach in your life once Most a quarter. Most deaf Need that once a quarter Of course man The big for The first Revolt music conference Was going down And it was nice Yeah we were definitely In attendance In this episode We are gonna give you The big boy recap Of everything that we saw Everything that y'all heard about mm-hmm. We are gonna tell you What happened first hand But Before we get to that You know how we get down Speaking of Ebola oh. Get right into it My nigga Killer Cam 
Cameron. The businessman that he is. Cameron of the diplomats, for you who do not know. He coming out with the custom Ebola mask. <laughs> Shout out to the ladies' room, ladies. Y'all go ahead and cop a couple Ebola masks for that outspread that's coming to New York. <laughs> but Cam, what he doing? He's selling the Ebola mask online. He's like, you might as well be fashionable while you're being safe. He's putting paintings and pictures and shit on the front of the Ebola mask and selling them. Dude. It's a good move by Cam. No, nah, not at all. Number Why? one, he's staying like this is how Cam stays relevant. Number one, the uh, the picture I saw was a a mask with the infamous picture of him in the all pink holding up the cell phone. <laughs> I don't want that in. I don't want Cam on my mouth while I'm trying to walk Pause. around. It's, it, it, that's my point. I mean, exactly. You're not literally on your mouth. Uh, though. Technically, he might as well be. He's covering your mouth. <laughs> on your mouth is something totally different. I don't want uh, him covering it or on it or nowhere near I'm it. I'm fucking with that. I'm playing. I mean, if you shit, you gonna walk. If, if Ebola is gonna kill us and Cam is protecting us, I would rather buy his mask than the ones out of CVS. Yes. Dude, I'm doing it. Give me the Michael Jackson mask, blinged out. No, I ain't doing it. Dude. Iced up. See, you want some? You trying to go Kanye? Give me that shit. Like, who wants to go Kanye, dog? Yeah, give like, me the we're Kanye We're still trying mask. to be efficient here. Like, we still making paper masks. We just putting screen printing on them. Like, we're not putting diamonds and shit. Like, niggas is worried about Ebola. I need that, man. Get out of here, dude. That ain't even how you fucking. You don't breathe Ebola in. No, you don't. Which is fucking <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> It gotta be like With blood Spit Like right. same type shit Like that But that's fucking hilarious though Nah it is Cam funny though He, he did it all for the labs I'm sure He may sell a few Just for the hell of it It's some collector's with, items But I fuck with Cam it is, That is funny though He a funny dude Tough What you got next Man dude The young boy uh, Bobby Schmurder Schmurder He went Shmurda. on an Instagram rant Last week I got to do the shmoney dance In Miami Man Oh yeah That if there's any a time to do the shmoney dance, it's when you in Miami. Yeah, the shmoney dance it up. Man, so like he was complaining about not getting paid for his shows. He's like, dude, I'm doing a I'm doing a show every day. Where are my checks at? I'm not seeing no checks. <laughs> so and his his mom or his momager, because it's his manager as well, she came out and cleared the air. She said, No, he's just new to the process. And what he is not understanding is that the money does not just come to him when he does a show. It has to go to the business manager, and then it goes to the touring accountant, and then it goes to him. Mm. Is this Bobby Schmurda? Is Bobby on to something, like some fishy shit, or is he just missing the process? His mama getting shucked. Like, it's clearly mm. what's going on, and he knows it because he, you, like, when you... I don't know how old his mom is or what her past is or what you got going on, what she got going on, but I'm assuming that he's in the streets. So you, when you in the streets and somebody trying to get over on you, your antennas go up quickly, dude. Like, so he probably used to dealing with shady shit and feel like this is some shady shit. His mama probably used to dealing with corporate shit and oh, this is how the checks work. I'm like, no, <laughs> I want my money in cash. Like most of these niggas get paid in cash anyway. It ain't no checks, dude. This is a cash business. I mean, but what it's usually like it's usually half up front and then half on the back end yeah, after ca- you perform. Cash though, sometimes. No, it ain't all the time cash though. The seventy percent of the time is cash. Like niggas is not taking checks. Like I, I know several rappers who said I won't like. Think if you're taking a check from somebody like a sh- a promoter or something. Right. You got to wait four or five days for you even know if it's good. Yeah. It might be like, hell no, nah, niggas ain't taking checks. I so that's one part of it. And the other part, like, he shouldn't be paying all them different people at this point. 
Like, why you got to pay all these different people, dude? You need he a business it. manager and you need an accountant. That's what his mama there for. No, his mom's the manager. Then she need to step out of the way and let him deal with the <laughs> business manager, dude. Like, you can't, like, that's just another person I got to pay. What I what my mama got to be around for? Nah. Something ain't right about that. He right. It's, it's too many hands in the pot. Now, it, it do sound fishy. I'm going to tell you what this remind me of. This remind me of Manny Fresh. When he finally came out and told about how he was getting raped by baby and him. you remember when he said that's different though. No, but watch. Remember when he said he would? They would go to the clubs, they would perform, they would get thirty thousand. Of course, it'd be a split. It'd be fifteen for him, fifteen for a uh, baby. He said when they gave him a solo deal and he went to the, he goes and performs at these same clubs, they give him a check for thirty, and he's like, man, y'all gave me too much, and he was like, what you mean? When when you and baby came, we gave y'all sixty. So they were giving baby thirty up front, thirty on the back end, and Manny didn't know about the up front. That's All he knew about the, was the back end, and it was split. You nah. know, fifteen and fifteen. That's what Manny signed up for. You don't, you're not the boss, dude. It sounds like this is what Bobby signed up signed up. Yeah, for. I don't know who his boss is. His mom's his clearly she's shucking him. Then somebody's shucking him, like just like Manny got shook, like. If you ain't privy to the financial part of it, if you make that exclusion a la Manny Fresh, then you can't, like, Baby was the the owner of the label. Like, just like he got to get paid. I'm sure Slim got to get paid and other people. So, I think that's different. I just think that's Manny Fresh not being a good business. And then Bobby Schmurda actually pinpointed it on. Like, his mama didn't give a good excuse. (laughs) Anything, you pull that nigga to the side before he even put that out there and say, boy, what the fuck is you doing? Man, I know his single sold about 49,000 copies last week. A Bobby Bitch. Uh, No, no, no. The the radio version of the hot nigga, the hot boy or whatever. See, that check right there coming. That's 49K. And then, of course, he got the EP coming November 10th for those checking for that. Schmurder She Wrote is the name of it. I like it. I fuck with Schmurter. He doing his thing. Y'all check that out, man. Yeah, new single is Bobby Bitch, dog. Bobby he got, Bitch. Bobby, Bobby Bitch. He got to stop using curse words in the names of the single. He young, man. I ain't going to get you no interviews, dude. He young. He living his life. Come on, man. Shout, Shout out my man, Big Jeff. Bro. He said, man, they can't even play that in Detroit. Which one, dog? That Bobby Bitch. He said they cut it off three times this past weekend. For what? I just got to fight. He's going in on that Bobby Bitch. They the new 3-6 shit. Hell nah. Yeah. Keep going from one youngster to another, man. Chief Keith, man. Chief Keith has been cut from Interscope Records. Is this shocking news to you? Mate, best thing ever happened to Chief Keith was that. Mate, best was what, thing. getting cut or designing? Yeah, getting cut. Why? He ain't got nobody in his money no more. No, he like, ain't got no money no more. Like that money train, that gravy train just went to a screeching halt. He's still popular though. Like Chief Keith, still, his name still like ring. Like he got a show with Boosie and somebody else in New York. Like in three days. Like Chief Keith gonna eat. Like, he don't need no label. He don't make label music. Like it was surprising that he even got signed anyway. So yeah. all of that, he was playing with the house money. Now, to me, this is the best thing that ever happened to him. Just keep putting that regular ratchet shit out from you shooting in your fucking apartment that them <laughs> 30, 60,000 people like and dropping them mixtape and make your money off touring and shit. Like, that's the best thing for a little nigga like that until he grows up and can articulate better and have interviews and make more people like him. Like, it's, he's never going to expand his fan base where he was at. True. So now he can expand his fan base. Because I grow into this shit. Remember, and I know we talked about this a few months back, but it's the way his contract was set up is they had Interscope had two outs mm-hmm. with Chief Keith. If he didn't sell two hundred and fifty thousand copies of his album by mm-hmm. the end of twenty thirteen, they could dip on him. 
And if their losses exceeded $4.5 million, they could dip on them. Mm-hmm. So apparently one of those two happened. I know his album last time I checked was at 200000 That was around October last year. And how many did he have to sell? Two fifty. Okay. He probably thinking, man, as long as I ain't got to pay them no money, I'm good. And that's how he may at. have to. Like I don't, we don't yeah, know if he got to recoup right. some of that hey, stuff. He got three hundred thousand for the album. Take me to court, get it through the lawyers. I definitely ain't paying. I ain't cutting no check, nothing. Y'all got to come see me. I, I'm gonna tell you what was funny though. I saw an interview with Nelly when they asked him about this, and he said that that was the worst thing Chief Keep could have done, which was sign a deal. I see. Said that was the worst thing yeah, he could have done, dude. He could have just rolled out his independent that, way. Yeah, like he's not that. Like to be on a label, like you gotta. It's a level of articulation and self promotion that you have to do. And he just he not equipped to do that at this age. And like nah. nobody could talk to him or talk for him. Like it just wasn't ever gonna work. Like nah. he wasn't gonna be able to sell records and make people like him. Like it just didn't happen. It couldn't happen at this age. No way. Who? So, are you blaming the label for throwing the money too early at him, or are you blaming him for signing? Him for signing. Really? Yeah, I mean, like, even though there was nobody giving him advice, he should take a look at the situation and been like, I don't guess he knew of the handcuffs that were going to come with the label. Right. But I'm sure he was handcuffed a lot, like, with the music that he did. So, I, I, like, I blame him for signing, and also just like I blame Crit and all these other people that should have stayed independent, like... I don't even understand the benefit of being on a label no more. It depends Especially on with who somebody you are. like that. You know what I'm saying with people like that, for people that clearly don't need to be on a label like Chief Keith, Big Crit, E40, people like that. Like, right. why would I sign a deal? Like, they can't do nothing for me but go in my pocket. It's that upfront check, man. Fuck upfront that. check be heavy. Man, That's why I take that slow books. That's the better route. Slow books, man. Hey, <laughs> um. I was going to say, I, I read a comment on this article, and one one comment I thought was interesting, they were blaming the fans for this happening. They okay. said the fans go and they pump up this one song, go watch it on YouTube 20 million times, and then when this album comes out, nobody buys it. Because the music wasn't good. You can't blame people for that. <laughs> you can't blame people for you putting out a smash song, and then you put out crap behind <laughs> it and then nobody but like, yo, that's how it works these bitches love it ain't the 90s dude like niggas used to buy cds for one song in the 90s this is very not true not now them days old veto man very old v snoop and pharrell working on an album together pharrell just completed working that paperwork album with uh t.i yeah Pharrell shaking it out here in the streets like what is this doing for his legacy his impact like how big is pharrell in the overall scheme of things. No, he, he's going down in history as, like, one of the best producers ever in hip-hop. Like, he, because remember, fell off. I mean, how excuse important me. is he in hip-hop, though? Like, how? how I mean, I, he's very important because he can. Is he, he Dr. Dre, Jay-Z important? The only reason he's not those down that level is because Dr. Dre introduced us to legends. And Pharrell hasn't just really introduced us to, like, an Eminem or a 50 Cent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He brought us clips. That's cool. Okay. You know, that's okay. all right. Who else? Uh, fucking family. I mean, family. Exactly. Hit me on my that? people. I don't even know who that is. You see, that's my point. Um, he brought you the clips. He brought you himself. Um, <laughs> he's done hella tracks. Like, don't he, get it twisted. He, he got hits though. I think he, he might knows. have more hits than any other producer in that in that ballpark. He got more hits than probably Dre, Tim. Tim. Yeah, he got more hits. 
And but Dre, Dre hits are bigger though. They're, he doesn't have anything on the level of uh, in the club. Nothing. Uh, wait, hip hop level. Right. Happy. Is that bigger than in the club? What? It's, it's the most played times. song ever, though. It's two different. It's two different times. Because if social media was around when in the club came out, there's no telling. In the club couldn't have gotten no bigger than it was, though. Like, that's as lie. big as it could have gotten. Like no, I was at MTSU when in the club came out, and like country hick white boys was like banging it in their jeeps with mud all over the tires and shit, <laughs> which was surprising. But everybody listens to Happy though. Everybody. My That's, grandma would like that song. It's everybody because it's major on like you know it's, it, it it's went a bigger viral. Record. No, it's because it's a bigger record. That's it went why. viral. No, it's a bigger record. It's the, a bigger record. Happy is a bigger record than in the club. The video played a huge part in Listen that. Listen to me. That's what I'm telling. Because people were making Happy their own is videos. A bigger record than in the club, but, uh, dude. But people were making their own videos and putting them on YouTube. That helped in and that's fine. Spreading. So you take that away. It's you not can't as take it away though. That's there. That's the reason why it's so big though. Like that's cheating, nothing's. Though. Oh my god, how's it cheating? That's like the reason Peyton broke the record is because they niggas. The, nah, the game is built for offense nah, now. Comes, bro. It's like coming from a breath. Far fan. That's the only reason you say that. If you like Peyton Manning, you wouldn't have a problem. But it's the same thing. Just like, if, just like if it wasn't 50, you weren't trying to defend it. Like, it's a bigger song. Just hands down, bottom line, it's a bigger song. Nah, but Pharrella Beast, though, don't get it twisted. And he signed Snoop to his label, I Am Other. So yeah. it's supposed to be like a joint album. If I was coming out with an album right now, that's who I'd go to. Uh, I don't know. If about you had that. the opportunity to go to Tim, Pharrell, and Dre to, to executive produce your album, you going uh, to. I'm who? going to Dr. Dre yesterday. Today? Yes. Really? Yes, nigga. nigga. What's the last good album he executive produced? That's a silly quote. The last classic album that's been released. I said good, nigga. good. He didn't nigga. executive produce that good kid, man. Yeah. Dre? Yes, nigga. Hot at you. How much influence did he actually have? Nigga, on that it doesn't album? matter. It, was it don't matter how much influence he had. No, it doesn't but it matter matters that he got that credit. It doesn't matter that we know <laughs> it. You know he was behind that. Come on, man. So MTV ranked all of T.I.'s albums because the paperwork comes out yeah, yesterday. Right. So, number one, as I said before, and all my expertise on my favorite rappers, that's the only thing I'm expert in, my favorite rappers. Number one album, Trap Music. I can dig that. Worst album? Was it uh? I mean, nine. Well, his worst album they had was No Mercy. Exactly. That's the one I'm, right when he got locked up. I'm in line with that. I'm in line with the whole list. That's exactly right. Nah, nah. The the biggest problem I had with the list was I'm serious. They had that at number Eight. seven. Yeah, they didn't get that. I could see them not getting. No, that. fuck. They have paperwork at six, and I'm serious at seven. There's yeah. no way. Ti better rapper. God's green earth. Because he's a better rapper. That paperwork, paperwork is better than that. I'm serious. He's a better rapper. He may be to mainstream media. I could see what paperwork would be better, but to me, I'm serious. It's second. I'm si- no. I could see how somebody could put it at eighth. Wow, or whatever. But to me, just being a fan, because I learned more about Ti off that album than I did probably off of any of them. I would put that one in second because it's just not as musically good as trap music. Cause when I pick up an album, what I'm really picking up, I, I done bought into you as an artist. For so sure. if I buy into you as an artist, I want to know the story. I can't pick up an album and got all horse shit on there. I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't get into that, dude. That's why I ain't too many rappers I like. I mean, but, uh, real quick, run down the list. Number one, like you said, was trap music. Number two, they had was King. Uh, number three was Urban Legend. Number four was Paper Trail. 
Number five was Trouble Man. Six, Paperwork. Seven, I'm Serious. Eight, T.I. versus T.I.P. And nine, No Mercy. They have eight and nine perfect. Yeah. Because yeah, T.I. versus T.I.P. is some slaw. No Mercy is okay. Mm-hmm. Borderline some slaw. But I mean, I, yeah, I can dig that list, man. I, after letting that Ti that paperwork marinate for a week, I'm digging it. It's a, it's a couple of tracks I'm really really feeling. Uh, the like the Dobe track is super dope. It's a banging ass tribute he made for him. He did. He talked a lot about Dobe on there. He did, and I, I, almost all the Pharrell joints on there are hot though. I can't yeah. lie. Like I'm fuck. The album is pretty cool. I'm rocking with it. Yeah, I fucks with that paperwork. Album. It's a great album. I actually like it better since the last time we spoke on it last week. Um. Don't know, I think, is my favorite song when he's talking about his kids. Yeah, it was killer. That's fine. I like that song. So. Over or under 150,000 first week? Mm, T.I. Can he still do a buck fifth? Yeah, T.I. can get it 115, though. Wow. I'm, I'm going to go over. I'm going to go slightly under. I give him 120, mm-hmm. 125-ish. Them J. Cole numbers. Uh, J. Cole did 260, yeah. 240 last time. Somebody else numbers. Not T.I. <laughs> uh, what's up with your boy Lil Boosie, man? He changing his name. Had to drop the Lil off, though. Got that prison waste alone, you know. The, the Lil moniker is dead. Like, you can't come out and be Lil Nobody now. Uh, Everybody, you got to drop the Lil off your name. That's not true. Who is Lil? Uh, Who Lil and Hot? Lil Bibby. It's Bibby, dude. Uh, his name is Lil Bibby, I've dude. I've never, ever referred to him as Lil Bibby. I've never heard anybody, but you just referred to him as Little That's Bibby. That's his name, dude. No, nah, every interview I've seen, they say Bibby. So the like one he had with Flex, it was Bibby. It was, it was Little even, Bibby. Even if the Lil is in front of it, though, like, niggas don't, niggas ain't answering to the Lil no more. The Lil ain't cool. Like, like it's, I'm saying, it's, so Boosie, he changed it to Boosie Badass. Right. That's his name now. Right. So, as long as there's... You can Lil Boosie can go away As long as there's Lil Bibbies It's still the same not Young just, Jeezy can change it From just young to Jeezy And there will still be A young thug There will still be Little young big That's not going the, away I think no the little time, so. The little dead Young might can last A little bit longer Lil Wayne's still out here dead Nobody don't call him that though Nobody That's what I'm saying Like even people have that As a rap names Because we know business wise They can't just change it <laughs> But nobody goes By the Lil no more Like his nickname died long Like at least Four five years ago, Lil yeah. like I nobody mean, started calling Lil no, like it ain't no Lils no more. It's cool. Lil Herb man, see Lil niggas call them Bibby and Herb. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bibby and Herb. Even with Young Thug, it's Thugger. With Wayne, it's Wheezy. Like nobody wants to go by the, the monikers anymore, really. Yeah, that is true though. So. Uh, speaking of them dudes, real quick, the Hip Hop Awards was going on while we was recording last week. Any quick takes on that, man? Best cipher, best Fuck performance, no. anything? Shit was garbage, dude. Shit was hot garbage. I didn't even watch it. Uh, so I you could, don't know. Yeah, Look, I cut it off because it was hot garbage. The best cipher was I hands down the battle rap cipher that Snoop brought out. Them niggas was ripping it. And the best performance was T.I. doing his thing because he, he was on 10. <laughs> Everybody else was kind of laid back. Migos was laid back. Young Thug was laid back. They was kind of whack. But T.I. was on 30 Yes, yeah, T.I. was on the pill He be live as fuck Yeah T.I. gets it in I fuck with him for that He ain't gonna never let you down when I, I was at the um, When Mustard had his little thing down here Man T.I. came and turned that motherfucker out Doing the A3C or whatever it was For man. sure T.I. came and shook that nigga Yeah he do his thing Yeesh. though Shout out to Tip man I wanna talk about this Forever 21 thing yeah, Okay 
your favorite store? Yeah, I don't even. I didn't know that was a store till yesterday. Um, in what was it? Hong Kong, somewhere like that. Shanghai, somewhere overseas. They were playing the Fifth Ward Boys song, and the line came on and said, "Your bitch probably like pussy more than I do." A customer was offended. She wrote a letter. The letter went viral. And <laughs> Forever 21 apologized, not for that song specifically, but they made a broad statement and said, hey, we apologize for playing rap music in our store. Ain't we past that, dude? Ain't we past, like, having to apologize? Like, if you don't like if, if it was offensive to you, you write your little letter. But if I'm for Forever 21, I'm not responding to that, dude. Like, I, I don't have to... <laughs> I don't care that you were offended and you came in my store and you heard something that you didn't like. Did you buy anything? Oh, no, you didn't because you were offended and I'm throwing your letter away. Oh, you did buy anything? You did buy something? Well, here's a gift card. <laughs> I'm going to play it next time you come in, too. Like, I'm not apologizing for that shit, dude. That's crazy. I mean, yeah, it, it was in Singapore. And Singapore. How they were playing the Fifth Ward boys in Singapore, yeah, I'm like, not familiar see, with them, but that's a big look for them. They They from Texas. And right. I feel like if you're going to apologize for anything, it should be for playing the Fifth War Boys and not good rap. Uh, how you know what they sound like? I've heard the Fifth War Boys before. They've been out for a while. Okay. And they yeah. some slaw? It's like, it's, it's Texas gangster rap, dude. Like, how did that get in Singapore? You know, I need they answers. Listen, they listen to that shit. Though. Like, they listen to more no underground they listen to more underground artists than mainstream. Like they buy like weird, obscure shit off the internet. Like, it, it, like they subject to pay thirty dollars for a Fifth Ward Boy CD. Like that's, that's what they they listen to shit like that. That's all. impossible. Like them niggas might have a show over there. No, I'm telling fucking you. way. I'm telling you, dude. Like that's what they do over there. And like, like and like people over there in the army and shit like that. So they might be over there listening to it and it translate over to somebody else that live over there. Like, it's a lot of shit to go down, like, how this shit get over there. But were they, they so they weren't playing the clean version? They were playing the Hell explicit no. version? Ain't no clean versions The Fifth Ward, boys. I don't, I don't, that's kind of some slaw because there might be kids in Forever 21. Fuck them. Fuck your kids, that's, dude. Why would they play the unedited version? That's silly. Why though. wouldn't I? It's Forever 21. I mean, you gotta be 21 and up, dude. You can come in and shop. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Like I don't care that your kids or you were offended. Like I, I just don't care. To me, like I'm not issuing an apology if I work for Forever 21. For the record, though, the chick that wrote the letter wasn't mad that they were playing rap music. So people need to stop putting that in the headlines. She was upset at the lyric, at the lyric that was that came heard. out. And, so, the, and the, the, that, that was the bigger story. I think that the headline store apologizes for playing rap music is what jumped out. Like what? Yeah, you people. That's the media. The fuck out of here. That's the media twisting that. But you, y'all know how that shit go. God, don't yeah. don't bite that bullshit. Nope. Um, are we do we want to talk about this Mason Charlemagne now, or when we do our, our our recap though? Um, after the break. Ooh, all right, man. After the break, real quick. Uh, let's do a music break, man. We're gonna play somebody we seen at the Revolt Music Conference. Yo, girl, Dej Loaf. Yeah, yeah I remember her. Fun. We played that. Try me. She dropped the mixtape today. Yeah, today's Tuesday. She dropped the mixtape today. And we're going to play another song off of it, man, to see if maybe she got some lasting power out here in these streets, man. What's this called? It's called Blood. Who on here? Uh, Birdman and Thugger. Oh, wow. Young Thug. Young. That's what you call it. Y'all check it out, man. It's called Blood. You and teachers. Yeah. 
She might have been struck though. That, that <laughs> in the Fountain Blue Lobby. I, I ain't saying nothing bad about Days Love, man. She looked like she about that life. No, I'm rocking with that too, man. Best thing about it is Birdman doesn't rap on it. That's the best thing about the song. That's marvelous. He's actually. just doing the ad libs and the drops. Like, I'm fine with that. Listen to me though. Days Loaf was walking through Fountain Blue Lobby like, I wish a nigga would try me. She looked like that's the face that she had on. She like, she was doing face. the promo for Try Me. Like, I want you to come up to me and try to take a picture, step on my foot, <laughs> nigga, get too close. Anything is going down, dude. That's exactly the look that was on her face. She was hella small, and she number looked one. Too. So she, I know she had to be strapped up in there. And she, her, she did kind of look like she was a Man, little uncomfortable. about that life, dog. That's what she looked I like. I got uncomfortable from her. Uh, like, she kind of was ready to go. Uncomfortable because she wasn't comfortable around all those type of people. She like, to me... She came off as more of a street person, like she comes yeah. from around her people, not these fake people that you know trying to get something from her. So she did show I, love on the pick, though. Good looking, she was definitely fucking that. with us, though. Like mm-hmm. I thought she wouldn't. I said, "Man, you look like you don't want to be here." She's like, "I'll take the pick, though." I said, "Okay, so you don't want to be here, but you will take." The cool. <laughs> you should have got on then. Ah, uh, I ain't about that life. <laughs> Too old, man. I can't be out here busting straps with her. Bonnie and Clyde, man. I hire her to kill somebody, <laughs> but I ain't, I ain't about that life with her. Man, yeah, now nah, y'all check um, out that mixtape, though, man. Let me know what it sounds like. I may give it a run this week. Yeah, I'm going to check that out. So the Revolt Music Conference 2014 was in Miami. Of course. Of course. Like, I was listening to Bo Monty. I thought he was going to do a little slick recap. He did like two minutes. We seen him down there. Most definitely. Um, like him, I wonder how you end up in Miami for a conference. But then again, who doesn't want to go to Miami? I was 
grateful that they had it there. Loved every minute of it. Any excuse to go to Miami Man. is a good one. Dog, Miami is going to be my home away from home. In October, though. Oh, my God. I loved it, dog. 80s, bro. Mid-80s. Sun wasn't too hot. Well, nice, nah, nice. okay, it did get hot one of them days, Shit, though. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, it was hot Saturday. Yeah, Saturday was hot in the motherfucker. Yeah. But let's get to it. So, first, <laughs> what, Friday, we get down there. We pull up on found blue. First person we see is who? First person we see is Jim Jones. Jimmy. Vamp Life Jimmy was in the lobby. Look like he ain't shaved in five years. Fresh out of fresh out of the pen, but, you know. Like, yeah, the fresh out of the pen beard. So, Jimmy was sitting there. We're like, oh, there go Jim Jones, right? For sure. Maybe we ought to get this picture with him, hollering him, rap with him a little bit because I'm sure he has stuff to do. Right. Not going to be here all weekend sitting in this same spot. That's impossible. Of course not. So we get it in. We get the picture with Jimmy. You know, we go do our networking thing or whatnot. And he did the drop for us, too. Don't shortchange him now. Oh, yeah, he did. He had time. Yeah. He did the drop, the picture, whatever else we may have needed from him. I'm sure he would have obliged. Sure. Because he was in that lobby all weekend, dude. I seen Jim Jones more than I seen you. <laughs> Good God. And I ain't knocking. I don't know if Jim Jones lives in Miami. He I don't know to. what he had going on. I don't know if he was trying to get a meeting with Puff. I have no idea. But Jim Jones sit in front of the check-in, check-out desk and the desk. Hours. Uh, on hours. It found blue for two days straight. Easy. 48 hours. We are not I'm not exa- exaggerating. Not exaggerating. This is one not bit. a lie, dude. We he, saw nigga Jim Jones left, was talking to everybody. He too. left in chains clothes. Yep, came right back. Because the next day when we came, he was still sitting there and had on something different. Same spot. Yep. If he hadn't had on something different, I would have thought he didn't move. This is true. But I fussed with Jimmy, though, because he showed us a little. Summertime in Miami. He fuck with Miami, though. He probably got That's a crib. His, he got to. Got Why, got would he not, Why would you not have a crib in Miami? Like, I only... I, you have to have a crib in Miami. Yeah, that's mandatory. Like, once you get past a certain money amount, like, there's no way you're not going to have a crib in Miami. <laughs> but, now, like you said, he showed love, though. He definitely showed love. Gave us a good, cool drop. Got to spit a little game with him. Also, speaking of Harlem. Yep. Mace was there. Ooh, is that you, Betha? Is that you, Betha? Is that you? Yeah, yeah, that's me. That's me. I'm confused. Okay. First of all, it's the short set that he had on. That was terrible. In the picture. The dolphin colored short set. So I walk up, holler at Mace, and I'm like, yo, Mace, what's up? We do this hip hop podcast. Yep. You mind hopping on a picture, doing a drop, something like that? Yep. And in Mace's voice, okay. he was like, no, nah, no, nah, I don't do no, no podcast. Uh, I was like, what? <laughs> One, because I didn't hear him And I thought I heard him say that he didn't do podcasts so I was like, huh? Right Bro, I just need a picture I right. don't even need you to say anything, actually, if you don't want to Right So he's like, oh, yeah, I'm cool with the pic, though So I was like, what you got against podcasts? I don't think you heard me You snapped the picture and we walked off but. <laughs> No, this, let me give you my angle Because okay. I'm cameraman shouted. Okay. So I'm holding the camera. I'm coming up with the camera, and one of his partners grabbed my arm and was like, man, no video, bro. Oh, see, I ain't see that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He grabbed my arm and was like, bro, no video. I was like, ah, okay. So then when I turned the mace, no lie, this is exactly how he talked to me. He said, I can't do no video, but I take a picture, though. 
In that exact speed, he talks like that for real. That's crazy. That's I crazy. didn't know that, dude. Because Bomani said the same thing. And for y'all who don't know, Bomani Jones, writer, uh, sports analyst for ESPN. For sure. We met him down there as well. He was a very cool, dude. Yeah, he was humble. very cool, dude. Very humble. And he said he got down there on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And he seen the Mason Charlemagne scuffle. Of course. He seen it, he said. They were in that restaurant at Fountain Blue, for those who've been. It's right over there by, in the corner by Liv, the restaurant that go downstairs. Right. So what happens, and this is per Bomani, Mace walks into the restaurant. Soon as he gets a foot in the door, a nigga rushed up to him. And he was like, oh, what's going on? And he said, as soon as dude gets close enough, Mace runs back out the door. And he said the nigga that while he was running up to Mace was going in his back pocket, reaching for the baseball gloves, putting them on because he was going to put that work in on Mace. I don't believe this. This is what Bomani said he seen this firsthand on Thursday night. I ain't going to call him no liar. So he says, as he niggas do, he went outside to see what was going on. Right. And it was verified that that was Charlemagne's bodyguard. And what had happened is they had a previous conversation confrontation so i don't know about the too close shit and what everybody was talking about with that but what bomani said it was that soon as mace walked in from something that had happened earlier dude bodyguard was trying to get at mace and rip his head off and mace was like dude what are you doing i left like a hundred people in the voice that he used with you right i left like a hundred people upstairs on what were you hot about and these things and that thing and he said dude was like man you know you was wrong fuck you this and that <laughs> they had to be separated <laughs> And that's how we ended it. Because at first, people were saying Mace walked up on Charlemagne. On, on Charlemagne, him. right? But that ain't that. Well, that may have happened before the account that I got. Oh, yeah. That may have happened somewhere else. But from what I was told, as soon as Mace walked in that restaurant, little buddy was at his throat, like putting on his gloves, like he was going to like literally kill him and remove the body. <laughs> Nigga, they, you know the reason he Mace was hot as Charlemagne was because last week Charlemagne did an interview and he called Mace a hypocrite for going from rapping to a pastor to back to rapping again. Which so Mace didn't take too kind Listen, to that. I, I got a news flash for Mace. If you think Charlemagne is the only person that thinks that, <laughs> um, well, Mace was a little aggressive down there, though, man. Like, that's you know, murder, Mace. This nigga wrote up on murder, Mace. He had a little, a real little mug on his face the whole time we seen him. Mace was kind of aggressive out there. That's, he was so, standing there next to Jimmy, man. They used to be Jimmy. Is that hey, you? Hey, man, I don't know nothing about all that. I'm just saying, Mace, Mace was overly aggressive at the Revolt Conference, dude. And so I could see him and Charlemagne getting into it because he was really on his, like, he wasn't on no pastor shit, I say that. It wasn't <laughs> Minister Mace. It wasn't Minister Mace at all, dude. So, so it's gotten to the point where Charlemagne needs a bodyguard? Has it Does Charlemagne it? need a bodyguard, though? I think so, man. I know Buster Rhymes walked up on him about two years ago. Man, we seen Buster down there. Nigga walked up on me. I started shooting before he got close. Buster Rhymes looked like he was about to explode. He like the Pillsbury Gold Boy. Like real life. But like a Michelin man, bro. Man, dude, he he can't even move his neck. Nah, he can't. He can't even turn around, dude. Like he had to turn his whole top midsection around. (laughs) That's crazy. That nigga walked to the lobby huge. Yeah, he was big as fuck. God. That was Damn. Um, Shout out to Buster though man. Yeah most definitely We ain't get no picture Or nothing But would you I got a picture want of Buster? One. I ain't want one Really He looked too Like And he had on Like cross colors Or something It looked like oh, I don't know man. what that was Dude like, Throw that man on the bus 
Hey, man, I'm just telling you what. I'm just giving my recap of the Revolt Conference, man. If they got a problem with this, man, then, hey, come see me. <laughs> then my lawyer's going to come see you, and then I'll be rich, bitch. Oh, <laughs> uh, who else, man? So, oh, okay, hold on. Shout out my man Derb. He was with us. Shout out Derb 100. We saw, first we saw. That nigga seen it. Everybody. Oh, first of all, he got them eyes. I, it was people he was naming, and y'all was like, "Oh, that's such and such." I had no fucking clue who y'all were talking about. I don't even follow. Like, yeah, he was deep. He I didn't know the who these people were, dude. One pe- one person we did know. We saw Envy. Yeah. Envy. Oh my god. We forgot. We we seen Envy. He he beeline straight from the out of the conference to the whip. Listen, man, we didn't get no drops or nothing with Envy, but he definitely got a second pe- second place appearance. Like he 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 had appearances. He got second place locked down on the appearances. For that's, sure. That's what he had. Because he mopped through the lobby real quick like. Yep. We still seen him. I hollered at him. Whoa, Envy, what's up? Yep. He did throw the deuces. He acknowledged right. it. He, so he threw the salute at us for sure. That nigga wife was walking in front of him. him. Yep. She was a 12 and a half, 13. His wife was definitely bad. She was a mom. Nah, don't just say she was definitely she was bad. You ain't giving up. her no credit. I mean, the only reason I say that because it, it slowed down in there it when did. she walked through. Slow motion and music came on and everything. Nigga, she was shaking it. I see why he was ready to break down. And yeah, cry I seen why he cried on Breakfast Club and apologized and made like, dog. Yeah, she was swagged up. Red bottoms, tall heels. Oh, she got a bad bitch. She was shaking it. Yeah. All white. Yeah. Did her thing. Yeah, she was. We saw we saw them twice. twice. He beelined again from the conference to the whip. He was leashed up too. Oh, he was holding hands. He was he, leashed up. Yeah, he nigga, most definitely. Don't go nowhere. Ain't no mingling. Ain't none of that, my nigga. We finna go hit this mall. I'm finna do damage. And, and you want to? We finna go I, back to this room. Listen, dude. she tore I, I the mall Envy. down. Oh my god! Without I, question, I didn't see Envy nowhere but them two little beelines. Yeah, that was it. In and out, boom. And that's smart because it wasn't nothing but hoes walking through there choosing. Yeah. He do not want to be a part of that. Mm. I don't think he want to get caught up in that again, bro. It ain't worth it, man. Oh, no, don't do it, dog. It's just not worth it. He could he could have went to a, a panel or something. <laughs> God. So I, I I start with that. That was one Breakfast Club member. Mm. Let's circle back, my homeboy Derb. We posted up in the lobby. I said, "Oh shit, look at Angela Yee." He turns around with breakneck speed because I was unaware that this was his gal. I didn't know this. Angela Yee, that's his bitch. Like, we ran. Well, I ain't going to say we ran. He ran. I ain't no, going to say he don't ran. Don't just do him like it. I ain't going to do him run. like it. But he sprinted. Oh, my God. Okay, I, I, you know the little jog niggas do. He did we not. We try to be quick, but we don't Let me like put this jogging. out there. Let me put this out. I didn't even move. I didn't get up. I didn't. Look at him. Hold on. I'm okay. gonna, this is a All disclaimer. Right. All right. I didn't move because you say Angela Lee, I, yeah, I've seen it on TV. I'm like, eh. True. But <laughs> I will say she looks 100 times better in person. I second that. Jesus. She she was she was cute. Very. She was very cute little chick in person. I will not lie. She was swagged up. She had a little heel game together. Most definitely. Couldn't really see her butt. I don't know if she had she a butt or not. She covered it up with the, her little dress thingy yeah, that she had on. But she had on... Yeah, I don't know what it was. Yeah, but she she I was couldn't glowing really see that though. Butt, but yeah, yeah, she 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 looked good. I'll give her that. I give her that too. But she was kind enough to snap a picture, show hella love. We appreciate that. She was talking to some nigga forever. Yeah, they were jacking it. God, she was talking to that nigga. We got to run into Andre Harrell. Yeah, Andre Harrell. He showed love. Too. You thought it was Steve Stout? Yeah, I called him Steve Stout. I'm glad he didn't hear me. <laughs> that would have been some slaw. 
He seemed weird though. Why you say that? Like, why, I, I think he was know. just in a hurry though. I don't know, man. He just had a weird vibe he gave off to me, man. Like one of them weird people. I don't know <laughs> what it was, dog. He just seemed weird to me. The music industry is filled with weird people, bro. Yeah, I'm sure he's one of them. Hey, but you know what though? I was surprised at how easily accessible these people were, though. But people was down enough for that, though. Like I feel like yeah. if it was any other setting, then no. But like people were down there to have those conversations, take those pictures, and things like that. Like that plenty of people sense. came up to us about our podcast and right. stuff like that. So I, I feel like. People were down there to do that. It wasn't no place to be Hollywood. And it wasn't a lot of Hollywood actors there. No, nah, it wasn't. Like, it wasn't no live body on no bullshit. It were definitely people that were busy and on the move. One was Puff. Oh, Puff man. ran a 4-2 through the Fountain Blue Lobby with Bruh. six bodyguards and had four conversations. That man is a fucking monster. I see why he got as much money as he got. Listen. Like, Puff ran through. Cool as he hell. He ran though. through. Cool. Cool run through and still got the high lit people though. And he took a picture with somebody. Niggas All was in like, one motion. Bruh, he was out of there in five seconds, but still got everything done, dude. Niggas Tough. was like, Puff, hand goes up, holla at you, keep it moving. Oh, Puff, it's Puff. Oh, shit. He keeping it moving. Yep. Oh, you want a picture? Click, let's go. Oh, you need autograph, nigga, down the steps and he out of here, dude. Yeah, I, I was amazed. I was too. I Puff a savage. Uh, bro, he ran. He ran through like Dion, but he was walking though. And he was walking, and it was six niggas around him though. <laughs> he was still moving though. <laughs> niggas was hollering at him and everything. Like it's crazy. That, that nigga there, he he bought his business. I give him that one million percent, dude. Puff yeah. on it. Puff is on it. Thank you for the revolt, brother. For first of all, he's got to have cl- at least four clones. I refuse to believe <laughs> it's one man because he was at. Like he was at a lot of the events that was going Tough. on. He was at a lot of the panels. He was at a lot of the dinners. He was at a lot. Like he was everywhere, dude. I fuck with Puff. Dude. Like that's crazy to me. That nigga was like, walking was, so fast, so was, fluid. Yeah, he was very hands on, but still was doing shit though. Yes, he was hands on like a motherfucker. That shit was crazy. Some nigga said, "What up, billionaire?" He said, what up, man? He said, I'm trying to be like you. He said, man, you got to work. He sure did. Kept it moving. How you have a conversation, take a picture, Moving, though. <laughs> this ain't like I, I got to stop to holler at you or even acknowledge you. This is like, nigga, I'm moving. You got to respect it. Anything you get out of this, you take it and you run with it, nigga. I fucks with Puff after that, dog. Another nigga that was moving through that, though. Who that? Who that? First out of the woodworks, this tall black motherfucker that still had braids and a hat on. Oh, my now, who God. Who is that? Oh, Slim. It got to be Slim. First of all, he's 10 feet tall. Slim is 11. Clear. He is 11'5". He is 11'5". All day, every day. And the nigga that was with him. I see why his nickname Lurch. Of what course. The fuck they called it, nigga. The nigga that was with him, though, even if you weren't looking in that direction, you felt somebody coming to the door. <laughs> I promise you that nigga Birdman had a fucking aura around him. Yeah, you felt sense. that nigga was in the room. I bullshit you not. Yeah, and it didn't help. He had like, what, 40 people with him? He was stupid he the, deep. He had a big boy entourage. His daughter was with him. Yeah, yeah, the little one was with him. But, All red, but, uh, but, but, sweatsuit. But, but. Oh, shit. But. Oh, shit. But. But what? He had no looks. He had on love. He had on the bird man. He had on lugs. And the nigga corrected me. Oh, yeah. 
I said he got them lugs on, and nah, Nick corrected me like, now nah, he got his own shoes on. Them oh, excuse nigga. fucking me. <laughs> them Birdman. Those no. are still lugs. <laughs> I'm not wearing them. I'm not doing it, dude. I don't care if they're Birdmans. They could be Jay Z's. I'm not wearing lugs. Bruh. He did. Uh, see, that's what I'm saying. That's how strong his presence he had a was. I didn't even notice. He had a velour sweat. That wasn't velour. Lugs. That was just regular sweat. That was regular sweat. With lugs, though. Lug I didn't even notice the lugs. Lug boots. They were red lug boots. Wow. Bruh. I didn't notice that. He had red lug boots on with a tan bottom. What I did? <laughs> he had the peanut Bugatti butter bottom stuff. He had the Bugatti out in front, though. I did notice that Bugatti. Uh, I got fun. to see that Bugatti. Yes, Lordy. Where did Slim get in? Uh, I don't know. He walked off. He got he into, it. was a couple of cars. First of all, <laughs> Slim. If Slim was cut in half, he couldn't fit in the Bugatti. <laughs> so okay. So I think he got. In, I think it was like an SUV, maybe two cars. Had back. to be only or, baby or and a his drop daughter. top. <laughs> he can't fit in like an SUV or a drop top. Dude, van, a bus. <laughs> that nigga ain't getting in no cars, dude. He ain't getting in no coupes. God, that's funny as fuck. Hey, nah, but real talk though. First of all, if he would have got, if he would have walked outside and got in anything other than the Bugatti, I'd have been disappointed. This um, is true. This is true. I'd have been hot at him. He didn't disappoint. The big dog, all red Bugatti, was everything as advertised. Motherfucker was clean as fuck. It was easily the hardest thing we saw. Well, oh, no, no. we that BMW I um at I uh, six thirty five I eight or something like that. Whatever. It's like the electric. It's like the electric. BMW with the with the uh, the gold that. doors on you it. Shaking it. Oof. But you got Scott Storch fucked up. Scott Storch pulled up in that motherfucker. Two boy, back boy. to back. He pulled up in back to back. I don't know who was in that other one, but it was his. Who was, him, the, was him some ghosts? Yeah, he had the two white ghosts out front. Scott Storch. Big boy in it. And he had the old beat up ones on, though. But we ain't going to get into that. He had he the was, beer belly, too. He been eating good. Oh, man. He been living in Miami. Did we get. We had. Took a little drop time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got the highlight on for a second. He showed love, too, man. So, yeah, that was cool. Pretty cool. He was cool. I, I, I was man. surprised he was in the ghost. I didn't think he had it no more. I thought oh, he might have traded that in. He got two of them. Don't do him like that. He got two. He pulled up in the motherfuckers back to back he made sure that both of them motherfuckers was out front when he got out dude he had two of them i fucks with scott stories for that dog uh man shout out to um dj who that what's his name oh sway i couldn't remember sway name for some reason sway ain't no fucking dj sway not a dj you a vj that's what i said oh, i just said dj nah oh, okay go ahead oh. yeah sway in the morning shout out to sway Actually, he ain't no DJ. No, I didn't think so. I thought he Play rapped. music. Yeah. Oh, wow. I can't remember. That's funny. Well, he was actually getting pissed off. He, he stood in line. He helped a lot of niggas out. You know, like, he took a lot of pictures. He was giving out his email for people to submit music to. Yep. So he was a, a real humble down-to-earth dude. I fucks with him. You could tell it was getting on there because he, he had to be somewhere. He said he had to be somewhere. He said he had to be on a panel and niggas kept talking, yeah. kept what's your emailing, kept take my song in. Yep. And it only goes so far. Fuck it, though. He, he played it off well. If he was he getting did. Upset, he was cool. He, he was tripping. cool. He was definitely cool with it. We got to uh, go to the Clevelander. They filmed what first? They they filmed a uh, part in interruption though. Yeah, yeah. In the lobby, so we got to check that out. That and was pretty dope. Stuff. Um, some performances. Uh, we get to, we got to see Travis Scott. He did his thing. Uh, um, I didn't fuck with Travis Scott prior to that performance. Right. I understand him more now. I don't fuck with him still, but he shook it. 
I ain't never seen a nigga crowd surf, and he crowd surfed, and it was like seventy people at the performance, and he crowd surfed for seventy people. He crowd surfed and rapped the song at the same time with his eyes rolling in the back of his head. I was scared almost. I didn't know if he was having a seizure <laughs> or he was possessed or he was just into the song. I he, didn't know. He did a very good job of getting the crowd involved, even if they may or may not have been familiar with this shit. Now, he was throwing water on folk. Like yeah, he, was he was shaking. He it. was on ten. Oh you my hear God, me? He was shaking it, dude. So the, he had the energy up. Like I can't even front. Like I know a few, maybe two or three of his songs. Of course, y'all know Travis Scott. He fuck with Kanye real tough. Fuck with Ti. He on a couple of them, uh, them hustle gang songs, and he on uh, that Yeezus album. He produced a lot on Dark Twisted Fantasy, but. That nigga was turned up to the max. I ain't never seen the nigga turned up like it. I ain't gonna lie. He was, he was like, I, I was almost scared. Like I said, I didn't know if he was gonna, <laughs> I didn't know what was gonna happen to do. Somebody man. else was, who was supposed to perform after him and they couldn't get the sound right? The Lasanga? Oh, Jeremiah. Yeah, Jeremiah. Jeremiah was supposed to perform. They couldn't get the sound right. They had Red Cafe come on and entertain the crowd. <laughs> he was trying to tell jokes or something. Like, I don't know what Red like, Cafe was. Okay, let was me doing. tell you like, my problem with it. You're Red Cafe, you rap. You're hosting yeah, the show. You fuck with Diddy, but you can't do a song. Not one. Maybe, they, but the you gotta remember the music was the sound yeah, was fucked up. I ain't buying. It. I, I feel like the sound was fucked up for him. <laughs> uh, you want you want to do a song, Red? Ah oh, man, the speakers just went out. Ah <laughs> oh, man, my bad, man. Maybe next year revolt, dog. Oh, your mic still work? Cut his mic off. <laughs> Cut his mic off. God damn, what y'all doing backstage? <laughs> Yeah. Red Cafe, man. He got a song out that chicks like, man. Pretty gang with him and Fab, man. Chicks dig that right there. Yeah. He shucked it out. Now, now okay. I'm going to tell you who I was disappointed in. Who? I was disappointed outside during the um, Travis Scott show. Jermaine Dupree was in the oh crowd. Oh, my God, dude. Jermaine Dupree was in the crowd. No, if, don't say that. He wasn't in the crowd. No, hold on. If, if you've never seen Jermaine Dupree in person before. He's he, 4'1". He's about four feet. Realistically, he's four foot eight. Four foot eight. Yeah, that's about right. He's about four foot eight feet tall. Um, he was in the crowd. It was outside in the grass. He was standing behind a nigga that was 10 feet, eight inches tall. And he was standing in front of somebody who was nine feet, eight inches tall. 300 pounds apiece. No lie. He stood in between these two bodyguards the entire time. Nobody mm-hmm. could come up and say nothing. He couldn't see the stage. Mm-mm. I don't know what the fuck he was doing when he finally walked off the leave. My homie shouted at him, JD was good. JD looked like he thought somebody was going to rob him. That's crazy. And I was like, what is, what the fuck, what, is, what are you doing? Why are you out here? What are he you was, afraid of? He was very uncomfortable. He was, was awkward as hell. He was the most uncomfortable person I've seen the whole weekend. I didn't get it. The whole weekend, he was the most uncomfortable person that I've seen. I can understand him having bodyguards. I can't understand that. him having bodyguards. But he was standing behind them, like, literally. They were literally guarding his body. Like, he couldn't (laughs) see the stage. Like, it was crazy to me, dude. Like, I I don't ever want to be that famous. Ever in life, dude. You can always come up to me. Yeah, that's some slaw. I might say some shit you don't like, but you can always come up. But I I can understand, because you got to think, like, this is a, like, most of the niggas that are rappers, video dudes, da-da-da-da. Producers, they would be coming up to him in drones just because of his like CEO game or whatnot. Not necessarily because they'd want a song or nothing like it. Mm-hmm. It would just be like, hear my demo over and oh, he'd get a hundred demos. But that would make that would make up you being scared though. I don't know what he was shook for though. Like 
I, like it, that shit was strange. I ain't gonna lie, man. I don't know what JD was on. Yeah. That was worse than DJ Drama, dude. Yeah, you scared was... the shit out of DJ Drama. <laughs> I tried to let Drama live. Man, when was that, man? We was down at two fifty five. He had a uh, two fifty five show. It was a uh, it was a block party. It was a block party. It was like an album release type thing. Yeah. And the nigga was in there chilling, and we was right up by him. So you know we in the same intro. What's up, Drum? That nigga jumped so hard. You reached out to Dab. That nigga jumped back so man, quick. Man, that nigga, like, I pulled that strap out, dude, and was like, come on with everything, John. <laughs> I'm like, bro, it's just Dab. I ain't trying to shoot you down here, but he was beefing with Jesus right there. So he didn't know, ah, okay, okay, okay. know if I would ride with Snowman or what. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you on CTE. Tough. I would slick snuck him if I was right then. <laughs> Knock that little hat off your head. Nah, I fucks with drama though. That nigga shook that little party. The, the same party T.I. was at. He shook. I fuck with drama, man. Yeah, good DJ, DJ drama. He know what to do on the motherfucking yes, party. Yes, sir. He do. But that was the Revolt Weekend recap, man. A lot of uh, it was fun, man. I plan on hitting that area. You know, I hope it stays in Miami. Nigga, we pl- I plan on being on the Pamo next year, nigga. What that's is what you I'm, saying? That's what I meant by hitting it. Ah, okay, for sure. Think big, man. Come on. That's what I'm it was a <laughs> lot of people there. It was a lot of access to everybody. Nobody was tripping. It was dope. Yeah, it was a, that was a, that was a cool event. That's definitely the type of event that need to be had. Who? I feel like we missing somebody, man. Maybe not. Maybe I'm tripping. No, that was pretty much that pretty much sums it up, man. Everything that could be talked about got talked about. It's a cool trip. I yeah, like, man, I like the Revolt Conference, man. Keep doing that thing, Puff. Man, listen, man. Quick music break, real quick, man. The aforementioned Travis Scott. I gotta show some love. He turned up. He made me a fan. I'm about to go check out this project. I don't believe it. It's a new song he got with. Damn, that's Young Thug on this too. I ain't playing Young Thug first, man. Fuck that. But this is the new one he got with Young Thug, man. It's called Skyfall. Y'all check it out. It won't give me high order. I'm dropped in my conscious. My trap is still bulky. They get all of these hunters hit up the hood pharmacist. He served out of money. By shooting your buddy, you shot at my buddy. The sky keep on falling. The drug keep on calling. Yeah, that's the loud shit. Yeah. I've been On Deck TV podcast on the On Deck TV network. I am Spike Lou on Instagram and Twitter. You've been listening to the On Deck TV podcast. In case you didn't know, this whole hour. Holla, at your boy man, Animal underscore Brown, and please don't forget follow the show 
Uh, we are on Instagram at On Deck TV. It's that simple. Yeah. Holla at us on uh, Twitter on Deck TV podcast. It's that yep. simple. Also on the network is FSP and Ladies Room. So go check that out on OnDeckTVNetwork.com. Uh, we just recapped the Revolt weekend, man. Um, had a great time down there in Miami, my home away from home from now on. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was great, man. And Wayne coming out Tuesday, you said? Uh, Wayne Carter 5, Young Money tweeted out I that it will be dropping next Tuesday. Do not believe it. Yeah, that's kind of weird. It's not going to happen. You don't think, so, they, like, so, Young Money account just yes, lied on me like that? Yes, they lied. That's petty as I guarantee fuck. that Wayne won't be out Tuesday. Just like I guarantee that Ross won't be out for the end of the year. Hmm. I guess we'll see, man. Any expectations yeah. you're checking for? Yeah, you know. Um, if Spotify, whatsoever to listen to it. If Spotify get it, I'll check it out. Other than that, I ain't fucking with it. I, I ain't going out of my way to find that quarter five at all. New music right now, though, if y'all want to check out some shit. Rocco got a new one. It's called mm-hmm. Ignite. It's a mixtape. So I don't know. I guess he's trying to be like he's he's it's a playoff of the last one, which was what poetry poet poet. So now it's ignorant with all ignorant shit on him. Yeah, yeah, mostly all ignorant shit. You hmm. know what I'm saying? So I guess he's gonna balance the two. Uh, I can brought that. them out together. Uh, true. Um, ignorant poet that would have been dope. Ignorant poet. <laughs> Maybe he'll call his album ignorant poet. What else? Oh yeah, check out that Scotty ATL man. His uh, mixtape just dropped Spaghetti Junction. Europe. He's been making Scotty his rounds out. around the A. He's been doing his thing. He got a. Uh, did you know the grill spot that he fucks with? Called uh, uh, like custom grills at Atlanta or some shit like that. A little thought. I'm finna go grills get me as grill. in like gold teeth. Yeah, I'm finna go get me some gold teeth, dog. Hmm. I'm going to get them goals, nigga. I'm back. Them open faces. Nah, I'm getting all solids. Thirty two of them. Hell no. Like baby in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh baby nigga I know platinum gold I'm gonna go get some gold teeth nigga Hell nah uh, go, Of course go fuck Y'all go check out that Days Loaf mixtape It is called uh, Sell Soul Y'all let me know what that I'm gonna I'm I'm listen to it anyway I'm gonna see I'm curious yeah. to see how she sounds I wanna go I'm gonna listen to like Some of them songs See what she talking about I'm curious I'm gonna see what she She got some lasting power man Don't forget also man I've been riding to that child There's gonna be no mixtape And EP Y'all go get that If you ain't heard that Stone Mountain is the mixtape Kawhi is the EP Did you see the video yet dude? Nah I ain't watch it Man what the fuck I'm not dude? a fan dude Like I gotta but check But you like the people. song though That song That's The fine. song The Oakland shit is banging But I gotta go find the video I gotta open my laptop It's called like, Google no. man That's It's not I'm that saying. hard I gotta Google it if anybody hasn't seen the video, y'all check the video out for Telegraph Ave. He had to send me the link. It's man. dope. He need to send me the link. If he Very cinematic. If my people are out there in the video or any type of way, shape, or form, you're going to fuck with this little twist at the end. Don't get gassed by the twist, but it is a little twist at the end of the goddamn video. And he also has a secret song out, too. He has a secret song See, with his EP. It's too much. What is a secret song? What it is If anybody's downloaded his EP The very last song is an instrumental I'm sure you were like me Wondering what the fuck Is an instrumental doing on here Well Somebody else was thinking The same thing They went on his website And there's an acapella Playing on his website When you go So somebody was like Hmm And they took the acapella Laid it on top of the instrumental And it fit perfectly And Childish Gambino confirmed That it that was the purpose of that So there's a secret song on there Like I said If I gotta do all of that I don't wanna fucking hear it dude that's on called being TV original is what I'm out is. On Deck TV podcast Dude just give me the song <laughs> That's hating You just want that bullshit boosted yeah, I take it If all I gotta do is put it in And listen to it Then yes Jesus. That's horse shit man What you got on deck for this weekend 
Uh, man, I'm relaxing. I gotta re uh, revamp, rebuild myself up for this uh, from this at Miami trip because I got a big trip coming up, baby. We're going to Dallas, waiting on that first place game. Mm. Eagles, Cowboys. I'll be in the fucking building. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait. Get Clearly. to go to Jerry World. Let's go. And it's my birthday, so let's get it in. Snooze fest. Yeah, because your team sucks. Cowboys are the best team in the league right now. Oh, my God. Cowboy Nation, we've been waiting on this stand-up. We got the MVP. (laughs) We the best team in the league, and I'm out of here. Drops the mic. Man, listen, on (laughs) – man, this is on deck TV. What what am I – fuck that. What am I doing this weekend? I need to hit the movies. Watching them Cowboys. I won't be doing that. Gone I need to hit the movies, good. man. Somebody hit me up on Twitter, Animal underscore Brian. Let me know what's in theaters that I need to fuck with. Yeah, go see that Gone Girl. Ah, I forgot about that Gone Girl. I'm going to fuck with that, man. Shout out to everybody we met at the RMC, man. Everybody we talked to. Yep. Everybody we rap with. We I'm appreciate about it. I'm new followers, man. Shout out to everybody that fucked with OJ TV podcast at the RMC, man. We appreciate you. Yeah, man. Go check out them archives on iTunes, man. We'll holler at y'all next week. Good morning. Oh, and in case I don't see you. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night.